Welcome to the Balancing Actor Podcast, where we discuss balancing a civilian life with your creative one and everything in between. I'm your host, fellow actor, and fellow human, Miranda Rodan, and I'm so glad you're here. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Balancing Actor Podcast. Happy Friday. It's my birthday. right. I am stoked because this weekend I've got some stellar people coming into town to visit me. So I feel very loved. I got my sister and one of my best friends from dental hygiene school coming in and I'm just excited to spend time with them. And what's even better is that they want a relaxing weekend. And that's exactly what I want is a relaxing weekend. I've got dinner planned, which will be nice. That'll be our outing. I've got maybe a daytime activity, depending on how we're feeling. Lots of pajamas, lots of like girls sleepover spa night. It's excited. You never get too old for that, in my opinion. And just to be surrounded by people who love and care about you on your birthday, I think is the best feeling. And it's crazy though, because Facebook brings up all of these like old photos from like time hop. And I came across a photo nine years ago. Gosh, feels like forever ago, but also not. And I celebrated my 25th birthday then in Puerto Rico. And it was just an amazing time for me. And I look back at the age of 25 and it was really pivotal. I had what would call a quarter life crisis and apparently this isn't too uncommon at the age of 25. But that was the exact year that I decided that I was no longer going to pursue my day job as a dental hygienist full time and actually really say yes to acting and saying yes to me and my dreams. And I look back and I just wish I could tell her, fucking good job, girl. (laughs) Honestly, like, I'm so proud of the position I'm in. And I hope you're proud of yourself, too, because you've come a long way. And although it doesn't feel like it sometimes because we're, you know, getting caught up in the day to day, you know, hitting those auditions, maybe you pinned on something, then released, and then you're kind of bummed out about it. That think about that person that you were when you first started out in your career, taking those non-paying jobs, right? How fucking awesome they would think you are now that you're in the position that you're in. Looking at your headshots, you got your shit together, you know some things, you got some experience. I mean, that is priceless. So whenever I'm feeling a little caught up in it, I think it's nice to have a memory like that to look back, you know, 10 years ago and say, like, where were you? What were you doing? What were your dreams and aspirations? And where are you now? And I'm just like so glad that I took the risk. It was scary, you know, leaving a, a, the security of a full time job with benefits and everything is not an easy thing to do to go and pursue a creative life, which is what we're aspiring to do. And we just don't give each other enough credit for doing it. Um, But I love it. I look at my life now and I'm just so happy and grateful that I really was the artist on my own canvas. You are the pen to your story, whatever sort of, you know, phrase you want to use. You can create the life that you want. 
And it gives me goosebumps because that couldn't be more true. Yes, stuff happens to you that are out of your that's out of your control, but at the end of the day, you are the one making the choices. You are the one putting up those roadblocks against your dreams. It's you. You have to look inside and say, what can I do every day to move myself forward? Or how am I getting in my way, my own way? I'm not accomplishing my goals. And it's okay if your dreams change. That's fine. Sometimes you need to go through one and pursue one thing to find what your actual true passion is, but you're never going to find it if you don't at least try. So if you are thinking about that this is the year that you are going to put a plan in place to maybe work a little bit less with your full-time or daytime job, or maybe this is the year that you're going to travel and finally see the world that you've been talking about forever, or maybe this is the time you finally change careers, do it. I have the best example of this, other than, you know, taking the leap at 25, but back in 2019, I was dating my husband at the time. We were not yet married. And he was deployed over to um, Stuttgart, Germany, in the army. And we had kind of we 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 took a little break, and then we got back together. And then he we found out about this deployment, so I was kind of bummed that he was going to be gone for a full year. And I was living in Manhattan, the Upper East Side, and I was just like, you know, I hope this works, but. We had plans. We put a plan together. I was going to go visit him over Thanksgiving in Paris. We were going to meet in Paris. So then I was going to go and visit him later and take what I called a sabbatical for 90 days because you have a 90-day visa um, as an American citizen to go over to Europe. So I was so stoked to go and visit. We were all these different places, go see where he stayed in Germany, but then also go visit all these other countries. So that really motivated me, but it, it was hard because... I was scared. I'd never taken off that much time before since like college. And even in college, I don't think I took that much time away. I was always working, always trying to pay off student loans or whatever it was. And we had a plan where I was going to, my lease was up in the spring. And then I was going to move into his condo in Jersey, which we still have to this day. And then once I moved into Jersey, I'd be able to go ahead and go and visit him um, in like the summertime. Uh, for 90 days. And that's what I did. And it was an incredible experience. It was not only wonderful for our relationship, but just to take a break from the acting industry and actually travel and see the world. That is your best homework. Your best homework as an actor is to live your freaking life and live it to the fullest, in my opinion. That's how you get those experiences, both good and bad. You feel things emotionally, like fall in love and fall hard. Get angry, get really angry. Um, get excited, get really excited. Stay curious, have an open mind. Be excited about the new things and the new foods and the art and all of it. Oh my gosh, just soak it in. If you have the privilege to be able to just go anywhere, it doesn't have to be abroad. It could be just, you know, the town over, whatever it is, just keeping that sense of curiosity is the best homework for acting. And I and I love that about this profession. It never gets old and it never tires. And the other beautiful thing is, is I could like put acting on pause for a second. Um, actually, I ended up taking an acting class in Florence, Italy, but it, it was more of about the culture and what the acting was amazing, too. But um, for like a, a good chunk of time, I just was able to enjoy 
that time abroad. And I came back so invigorated and just so happy I did it. I gave my full-time job at that point. I had a what would be considered a full-time job in um, New York with a dentist office who's amazing. Shout out to CPW Dentistry. Uh, love them. They were incredibly understanding. I gave them six months notice. So this is how I did it. I gave them six months notice that I wanted to take this quote unquote sabbatical for 90 days. Now, if you usually go up to an employer and you say that you want to take off for 90 days, they usually, what are they going to say? No way in hell. Most of the time, you would think. But because I've loved this office and had so much respect for them, I wanted to give them more than enough time. And I know that they had a lot of respect for me. I was prepared at that point to walk away from that job in that office if I needed to. I was at that point where I prepared myself. I said, you know what? If, if I completely understand if they aren't going to approve this time off. I, you know, I also worked on finding someone to cover for me. So you have to really help out your employer there. But we worked together and I really wasn't expecting them to say, okay, we'll, we'll see you when you get back. But you know what? They did. And I was really grateful for that. Um, I did find somebody to take over my my 90-day time. And you know what they said? It was very similar to a maternity leave. Also very different because I was not pregnant then. <laughs> so, um, But I just really appreciated the fact that the team wanted to work with me. They were very grateful that I gave them that notice and was like proactive about trying to find coverage and, you know, not putting them in a difficult spot. And I think that's where you get this mutual trust and why I really advocate for finding a day job that really supports your dreams. They knew it was a once in a lifetime opportunity. I basically was like, I'm going whether you like it or not. It, their opinion didn't really matter. It was just more of like, I'd love to come back because I love you guys, but I get it if I, if I can't. And we were able to make it work. And that was in 2019. And I have memories now to this day that will be with me forever. And I'm just so, so grateful that I took that time for myself, for my relationship, and also, you know, was able to have an amazing career to come back to. Acting, obviously, was very supportive as well. They were excited. They appreciated the fact that I was going to be overstudying in Florence for 10 days with an acting class. Shout out to Anthony Grasso. Um, he does an abroad um, acting workshop, if you will, almost every year. So definitely check him out if that's something cool for you. And I just came back with just this like renewed sense of self and felt very invigorated. And then look what happened in 2020. Can you imagine I would have been so angry if I never took that trip. And that's what I'm trying to get at is like, there is no better time than now. If the opportunity presents itself and you want to do it and like your heart says like, wow, this would be amazing. You need to do it. You need to do it. I'm, my, I have friends back when I studied abroad in Costa Rica. I have friends <laughs> that literally if they need to be talked into something like on a little bit more risky side, like I was going to do it. I was going to be that friend. I'm that friend to talk you in to a really cool opportunity. I am that friend to talk you out of your job. <laughs> um, so if you need a little like motivation, come my way. I'll speak some life into you. And I just, I just want you to be able to live your life to the fullest and not say that you lived with any regrets. And you learn a lot of lessons along the way. And I think that's really important to just get out of your comfort zone. So if that's not the right push for you to do it, I don't know what is. But go and take the trip. Go and leave the job. Go and do the things that you need to do. So that's my 
lovely birthday advice. And this year, I'm just really concentrating on spending time with my friends and family and nurturing those relationships and making memories in that capacity. So I'm just really excited. Shout out to all of my Capricorn slash Aquariuses. What's up? Even bigger shout out to the Cuss Babies. Yeah, I know. We get a little bit of a reputation because we think we're special, but like how cool is it that you get to be on the cusp? I'm on the cusp of Capricorn and Aquarius, so I call myself a Capricorius. And you know what? It couldn't rain more true. My like I love my Aquarius. She's she's into the science. She's also a free spirit. She loves friends. She's very social. She's creative. And she just, you know, wants the best for humanity and like has all these like really exciting ideas and is chill and can get along with a lot of people. So I always say that I embrace my Aquarian side with my acting. But then Capricorn, she's a bad bitch. She will fucking get shit done. Capricorn is like, all right, Aquarius, you got this idea. You want to complete this short film. You want to write this thing. This We're going to do it. We're going to put a plan in place and we're going to make it happen. Also, don't mess with Capricorn's money. She's going to be pissed about it. <laughs> don't fuck with her money. Like she's she's the bad bitch. Um, she's she's the one that you want on your side to get shit done to also like tell it how it is. And I just feel like the reason why I've been so successful is because I've had these two personality traits really working for my benefit. So shout out to all the cuss babies. Speaking of projects and wanting to get projects done, I had a really great meeting today with a friend who were writing a rom-com together. It's my first rom-com. Kind of don't know what I'm doing. Uh, went to a couple of festivals and other film things, um, reading some books. Like, we're tackling it. We've got a good treatment down. We've got a pitch deck. Really need to start writing some scenes and just learning as I go. And just had a really great constructive conversation with this individual who he's a film composer and just really interesting guy, like a genre I know nothing about, but is very involved, obviously, from the movie aspect. He does a lot of documentaries and then he really wants to break into movies and feature films uh, like rom-coms. So we have this cute story and, you know, we presented it in front of some people who might be interested in it. And we got some interesting feedback, which I think is always, you know, good and constructive. But I want to... I think our discussion really focused well on the fact of like us not wanting to compromise our vision for anybody else and to fit this like narrative of expectations on their beliefs. Um, and I want to encourage you to also not do that. I, I think it's important to know what's needed formula wise when it comes to a storyline of what's successful and what people, you know, want to pick up and buy because we always want our projects to do well. But I think at the end of the day, when you're dealing with smaller budgets or you're dealing with more of like a creative indie piece or something for festivals, like you just, you need to just do the shit that you want to make. Even if it's weird, just fucking make it. And, and that's another thing. I was talking to a friend the other day and we were talking about how like frustrating it can be to work on creative projects that never get finished. And I know you listening, you definitely relate to this on some degree. Every actor, when they're first starting out with their career, always, you know, they encourage us, casting directors, agents, oh, work on the student films. 
oh, work on the indie projects, like anything you should work, anything, get the experience you need. You know, you work for nothing, right? You take off time to go do this. And then you come out with this expectation that you're going to come home with something. And then the project doesn't get fucking finished. And then you're literally left with no paycheck, your time that is you can't get back, and no footage. And that sounds a little jaded because you could be like, oh, well, you know, it really is the experience behind it. Yes, of course. You can always see the silver lining and get the experience you need. But guys, if you're somebody creating low-budget films or creating a student film or creating something for the festivals and you hire actors to be in your project that you just love so much and you got to get it done and you spend hours working on it, everybody does good work. And then it just doesn't get finished. That drives me fucking crazy. Finish your projects. I don't mean to be like bossy big sister over here, but that's like you need to finish your projects. Or for the very least, give your actors something to take home film wise. Something. And I get it. Things happen, right? Like a hard drive crashes or something devastating, you know, gets erased. Maybe it's a money thing. The biggest thing that pisses me off is when people say, oh, I don't have time. That's bullshit. And that might feel ouchy right now because you know you might have a project that you did not finish, that you did not deliver your promises on. But you owe it to those actors and everyone involved to have something that they can take away from a visual standpoint. I don't care if it's not color corrected. I don't care if the audio sucks. Like if I can use it in some capacity and see that you've given me something for my time, especially when I'm working for free. Also, student films, you got no excuse. Okay, like what are you going to do? Not pass? So I just... I hear so many stories from actors that are just so disappointed time and time again. And you know you have a personal story. And I just really want to encourage you to just get the project done. Time, manage it out, and finish the damn thing. Who cares if no one, like, sees it? Who cares if it doesn't do an amazing job in the theaters? Like, whatever it is, like, get it to your actors at least. Like, at least it's something. It's not hard to complete it on IMDb. And I get it, money, post-production money could be a thing, but like try to at least pay for something to get done. And then like if you have to save your money little by little to get this project completely finished, then so be it. But please, and this is my Capricorn just coming out, just finish your projects. And I know this too, like I I never actually, this is my first project that I'm pursuing and we're still very much in the baby stages of it. But me and this partner that I'm writing with, both agree like we must get this done and the best thing you can do is set a date for it and work as hard as you possibly can towards that date to get it done I attended a WIFT uh, event last night so that's women in film and tv amazing community uh, in Florida Tampa Bay area Um, they're all over DC New York like you name it check your local uh, town to see if they have a WIFT or something close by. Uh, They have amazing scholarship programs specifically for finishing your projects. So there's no excuse. There's a lot of free money out there, you guys. You just need to learn where to look for it. 
There's a lot of money in tax incentives. You got to get educated. You got to show up to these events. And even if networking sounds like the most cringiest thing you could possibly do, I was tired yesterday. I mean, I drove a good 40 minutes out to, to attend this event and I came back with so many good contacts. I learned a lot. They, they brought in this commercial um, director who directed huge, very popular commercials. And he just was so giving with his time and advice and everything, which was amazing. It was not expected that he was going to speak. At least I didn't know. And I just kept thinking to myself, like, holy shit, this is free. This is free information. I mean, this this career is not free. <laughs> For the most part, uh, in the long run, right? Like you end up spending a lot of money and time. If it's not money, you spend your time in this career. And I just have come to know that there's a lot of amazing information out there and a lot of free stuff that you might not realize is accessible. Um, the SAG Foundation, Actors Fund, all amazing resources for lots of different things. A lot of people don't take advantage of it. Just go and look, see what's there. Um, sometimes people hold free classes or seminars or whatever it is. Yes, they probably have the intention of upselling you into some sort of program or whatever, but usually they're giving away some really good stuff. So if you don't have the you know the the deep pockets for some of these courses and things like that, at least you can stay on top of following the people that you like and learning as much as you can in the meantime. And then eventually you'll be ready to make the investment. But it really is an investment. Anything you do in this career, if it's career coach, uh, coaching, if it's mentoring, if it's, you know, headshot overhaul, like whatever it is, it's going to cost some money. So I'm kind of guilty of like wanting to do everything all at once. And my bank account's like, yeah, you're not going to do that. So you just start with what you're most urgently wanting to do or urgently wanted to tackle. And then you just kind of make a list of a plan that year and, and you try to check them off one by one. And it really helps because even if you just do one thing, like you did one thing towards your acting career every single day, every single day you should be doing something towards your acting career, whether it's just listening to this podcast or reading an audiobook or listening to an audiobook, reading something, um, attending the networking event something towards your career, making some sort of connection. Because I went and attended that event, I got invited to a free improv class, you know, where some industry professionals are going to be there. I don't know if this class is going to suck or if it's going to be awesome, but I'm going to go because you just don't know. It could be awesome. And those are the types of chances you have to take on yourself and you have to take in your career because you don't know what sort of connection you're going to be able to make. But you go in with the attention of like, I'm going to at least take something home with me, you know, education-wise, experience-wise. So go out there, network, do as much as you can. There's a lot of free information. Finish your damn projects. <laughs> what else did we cover? Oh, that's a good segue into like, actually when it's a good time to decline something. Wait, oh my gosh, you guys, I am pausing right in the middle of something brilliant that I'm saying to let you know just how grateful I am to have my friends in my life. Why do you ask this? Why are we interrupting right now? In the middle of this podcast that I am recording alone in my closet, I hear the doorbell ring. It's, and I'm by myself. 
and um, I've always learned to never answer the door empty handed. So I always carry some sort of like hammer or some sort of like hard weapon uh, behind my back. And I do it really nicely because you just never know who's coming at your door. And yes, I do have a ring system, but I don't really know what everyone's intentions are or who's coming to my house sometimes. So that's that, you know, New York mentality. So thug life, baby. Okay. Never answering the door empty handed. And always have your cell phone on you in case you have to call for help. But that's just me. So I answer the door and it's Instacart and it's groceries. And I'm a little confused. But one of my really good girlfriends, another one, just sent groceries as a birthday gift. Birthday groceries. And I don't know if it's because I'm in my 30s now, but we get excited over groceries. And she just bought all my favorite things. She got me Lucky Charms, pancakes, Mickey and Minnie Mouse waffles, cream, sprinkles, chocolate fudge, you name it. She put it on there. And I was really craving Doritos. I was telling her this early in the day. I was like, I just really want the orange bag of Doritos. I just want them so badly. My sister's going to want Cool Ranch. I always eat orange and I just have a craving. I just haven't had Doritos in a really long time and I really want them. And she just ordered them right then and there probably when she was on the phone with me and I was just chatting away. And that's the type of thoughtful shit that you need in your life. Those are the type of friends that you need. And honest to God, I don't know how I got so lucky sometimes. I do because I'm awesome. And (laughs) I try to keep awesome people around me. But I'm just so grateful for my circle of friends. Like that little gesture, it's it's birthday groceries. It just means so much. And it's just so thoughtful because she knew that I wanted like a relaxing weekend in with my sister and my other girlfriend. And like, we're going to have a really beautiful breakfast and it's going to be really fun. And you just need to get yourself friends that are thoughtful. And this is my encouragement to you. You can be that friend to be thoughtful. I love gifting things or surprising friends with things. Um, Doesn't need to be the most expensive thing, but it does need to be personal. And that goes a long way. Everyone deserves to feel special. I'm like floored right now. Uh, And I also think it's hilarious. But go and do something nice today. That's my birthday request of you. Just pay it forward, like buy someone in the Starbucks uh, line, maybe their coffee behind you or just, you know, do something nice. It's good karma. We can always use good karma in our lives, but so sweet, so kind, off to a great start already birthday. Thank you. Okay. Back to that most amazing thing I was talking about. I have a rule of thumb because sometimes we, we get caught up And like wanting to accept all these different projects because we're like, oh, just so desperate to like have anything. But there is a time where like it's not going to be worth your time. And only you are the one to determine that. And there was a point in my career where I, you know, needed to put some sort of like boundaries or rules in place about saying yes to gigs because they didn't all make sense. Although I was grateful for them and grateful for the opportunity, they didn't all make sense. And I remember really early on in my career, I listened to this audiobook narrator in DC. His name was Sean Pratt. He gave some really good advice and he said, do this. And I still live by this today. When you get an acting opportunity, you got to ask yourself, is it going to advance my career in any way? Is it like the role of a lifetime? Is it, you know, something that I'm aspiring to? Is it going to advance my career in any way? Is this background versus speaking role, right? Then does it cost money or is it going to pay me? Like, what does it pay? Then the last one is, am I going to have fun? 
doing it? Do I actually want to do this? And if you don't have two out of the three, it's a no. And it's going to really depend. Sometimes it'll make it, you know, it'll be a career um, uplifting opportunity and it's really fucking fun, but it doesn't pay anything. Still might be worth your time. Maybe it pays a lot. It's going to be fun, but it's not going to advance your career. Okay, fine. No problem. Just another experience thing under my belt. Maybe it pays well and you just really, um, and then it does going to advance your career. That's, you know, that's the best (laughs) when it pays well and it advances your career. And then you have fun doing it. I mean, there's been many times where I've had all three just completely check the box. So if you struggle with saying no to certain projects because you feel like you should take everything and anything that comes at you, there will be a time where you are going to have to make some decisions. And I offer that to you is to consider the three those three components. So does it pay well or does it pay anything? Is it going to advance my career in some positive way? And is it going to be fun? And then that's that. And I've, I've, ever since I started instilling those boundaries, like it's really helped guide my career in the direction that it wants to go without me feeling resentful. It allowed me to say no to those, you know, projects that I didn't know if I was going to get the footage at the end of the day. And I'm sick of that. <laughs> so so make sure, you know, you, you can make those decisions and be realistic and people will, re- will respect your decision one, 100%. So when to decline a particular opportunity, go ahead and use that. I also was freelancing this this week. I decided to do a day of hygiene. And let me just give you a high five if you're just like grinding away, temping, freelancing, whatever your hustle is, man. It's no joke. I mean, the amount of personalities you have to deal with, got these like auditions in the back of your mind. I mean, it's a lot. Sometimes it is a nice distraction, you know, from from all of the actor things that need to be done. But I just, I worked a nine hour day and I, I know the caterators, they pull 12 hour days and things like that. Nurses, all, I have so much respect to you guys, but it is a very physical job. Um, that I do. And it was just a time where I worked that day and then came home and just literally took a bath and like put myself to bed. Not having any expectation on anything else for myself that day was like so liberating. And sometimes you just need not only the physical rest, but the mental rest. So make sure you take that Again, we get caught up with like needing to do errands and need to do this or that. And you're like, haha, Miranda's so funny. I wish I could go home and take a bath, but I've got three children to feed and put to bed. I get it. Work it out with your partner if they're in your life and try to give yourself that time that you need. You can ask for it. 20 minutes in the bathtub. It's all you need or whatever you like to do. Maybe it's just like sitting alone in a quiet room for 20 minutes. Try to communicate with people on your level because your mental sanity is super important and if you're not mentally stable the people around you are also going to suffer so (laughs) take that into consideration but just wanted to give those that are like really grinding this week a high five good job keep it going keep it going and I'm just excited for the rest of the weekend. I I hope that you're able to catch up on all of your acting stuff that you can. I hope that you're updating your audition tracker. I need to do that. That's my task for tomorrow for the week. 
So this is your reminder to do that and to get organized and then to also start organizing for taxes, guys, because you should be getting your W-2s and your 1099s coming in the mail by the end of the month. So if there is one that's missing, you may need to make some phone calls. Sometimes that happens. But just getting really on top of it and staying super organized is really important. And let me know if you have any other questions when it comes to taxes. I'm obviously not a tax expert, but I've been doing after taxes for the last 10 years. So I do know some things, but if there are specific questions that you have, and if I don't know the answer, I can try to find it. So please leave it in the Instagram comments. You can leave it over on Anchor, um, leave a little voice message. There's an opportunity to do that. And we will go from there. But closing out this episode, since it's my birthday, I think that you guys deserve a little gift from moi. I was able to partner with Burst Oral Care because of my dental hygiene ways. And I want to give you guys a coupon. How do you like that? I want to give you a coupon to use towards any of the Burst products. So Burst is a fantastic company with a huge network of hygienists. And just they're so well-respected in the community. They've got everything from electric toothbrushes to water picks to whitening trays to toothpaste to floss. Like you name it, they pretty much have it. I really love this brand. I use this brand a lot. I recommend it a lot. And I want to give you a coupon that's going to give you about $40 off whatever the real t- retail price is of like a, an electric toothbrush, for example. So I'm going to leave it in the show notes. But if you use code N as in Nancy, Z as in zebra, K as in kangaroo, J, N as in Nancy, and F as in Frank, you're going to get the coupon. I highly encourage you to use it or to gift it to a friend who might be in the market for a new electric toothbrush. I'm actually going to do a whole podcast for you guys on the ins and outs of like dental oral care. I know. Very exciting. I want to do it for actors because dental health is so important in our industry and people don't really realize it. I also want to shed some light on the back end of the industry, maybe to help your next dental appointment go a little bit smoother, help you with some preventative stuff. It is, you know, my jam at the end of the day, like hygienists are oral health educators. So I feel like I should give that as a gift because I do specialize in this and I can answer some questions that you may have. So if you have any questions when it comes to dental stuff, nothing like super personal, like what should I do about this weird thing on my mouth? Like go get it checked out is what I'm going to say. So check it out. Check out the coupon. Check out what they have. That's my little gift to you as my birthday present that you get a little discount on something. Isn't that fun? And thank you to Burst for providing this coupon code. And we will see you next week where we're going to be doing an amazing interview with Miss Melina Cunningham. See you then.